Welcome to A Break From The Grind. I'm your host, Jason. This is my co-host, George. Say hi to the people, George. What's up? We're back. We are back, dude. So I have to apologize to A, George, and B, the listeners, if we have any left. Um, I have been hashtag with life. I just I mean there's <laughs> it's no a thing. there's, there's it's a a, thing. apparently it's a thing I'm bringing I'm bringing hashtag with life back, uh, you know what it is it's football, it is football is like all encompassing all the time and it has taken my life over. It, it has. I've gotten so now I'm not in like three or four leagues like last year I'm in like nine leagues and I care about each and every one of them equally. And then not only that, but we're doing more radio shows and we're we're doing more podcasts and <laughs> and everything else so. It's very time-consuming. It really has been, but uh, we're back. We are doing a show today. George, tell them who our guest was. We just we just finished the interview. Who was yep. our guest? Uh, Corey Goodwin. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Keto Corey. Uh, he is a the lead guitarist for the band Atticane. Um He's also a keto coach, obviously with the name Keto Corey. He has a website, uh, KetoCorey.com. Ketocorey.com. Uh, all around good dude. I mean. Really great interview coming up. Uh, we had lots of laughs, uh, lots of good stories. He 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 kind of uh, name dropped a little bit, which was very impressive. I didn't mind it though. No, no. It's so. What I can say about this interview is, I walked in not knowing anything about the dude, and walked out knowing like a lot, and uh, and enjoying like every minute of it. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you have guys on. And you don't know anything about him, and it makes it hard to do an interview. But like, I found the lack of knowledge of his life like refreshing because it just made me uh, enjoy finding these things out. Yep. Um, you know, he gave me some, gave us some embarrassing stories. He he laughed at George a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna go look to see if his neighbors look like they beat their wives. I yeah, mean, I mean, it's just all around good stuff. <laughs> yeah, the the whole uh, the whole interview was great. So, uh, keto Corey. So, George. Jason, it's been it's been weeks, weeks, weeks with multiple S's. Weeks, yes. Although I feel like those are now Z's. Yeah, they're probably. I'm getting ready to sleep. That's what <laughs> it is. It's a, it is. It, listen, it is eight thirty. I, I know. I, I need my comfy chair, and I'm out. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So anything anything interesting in your neck of the woods over the last several weeks? Is... Not really. I mean, well, a lot thanks. Of work. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's work. Uh, working on my mother-in-law's house, getting ready to hopefully very soon be moving into there. Uh, Going to start working on getting this house completely remodeled for sale. Uh, just with life. Yeah. Busy. Hashtag with life. Uh, so on my end, uh, just got done going down to uh, to Sunrise, Florida and saw Phil Collins this weekend. Uh, my my big trip down to South Florida, you know, um, huge, huge. My wife loves Phil Collins. It was I got to fill that bucket list thing. She wanted to see him, and and his his tour is called "I'm Not Dead Yet." So that, if that Which, tells you anything, it was factually true. I mean, they did have to wheel him out, and he no, he sat hobbled, the whole he, time. He hobbled out with a cane. <laughs> Uh, he sat down the entire time. He did sit he, down the whole he, time. He was alive. The music. He the was music, not dead yet. <laughs> not yet. His his voice is still very very good. He, he might be close, but he's, not yet. He's and he's got a seventeen year old playing drums for him, which yeah. is kind of cool. Um. So so we did that, and this week coming up, we are finally getting Groot our dog. It is uh it is it has been a long time coming. I talked about it on the show like back when we actually did shows. 
And uh, that tells you how long ago we've been trying to get this dog. So he's finally getting out of obedience training uh, on Friday. So we're going to pick him up. And I'll tell you what. Dogs are fucking expensive. Yes, I they I are. I don't even have the dog yet, and the dogs are fucking expensive. Oh, dogs are... Ex- Listen, I've got three of them. And when I move over to my mother-in-law's house, we're going to have four. Dude, so, let's see. Two beds, a kennel. What do you need two beds for? Well, one in the kennel. You don't have to put a bed in the kennel? You do, with a greyhound. They have, like, 0% body fat, so, Just like, they put can't... put a comforter down. No, no, they don't like that. You need a... They need padding. A fold-up comforter is padding. Yeah. Uh, have you met my wife? Dude, I you, have you know how many wife. times, you know how many beds we've purchased and returned and then purchased another one and returned and purchased and returned? Doesn't matter. The and dog's going to... They listen, get more expensive the, every... The, the dog is probably going to end up sleeping on your bed to begin with. No, the dog's not going to... That it, So the bed is the one place the dog's not going to be allowed. That's what your mouth says. But when the dog jumps up on the bed and comes and puts its head on your chest and you're just sitting there petting it. No, so the dog won't be on the bed. I can tell you that right now. That's like the yeah. that bed is off. Actually, I'm well, not see, even sure we're going to let the dog in. The... That's what I said about my dogs. They're not going to be allowed on the bed. I have one that sleeps between me and my wife and one that literally gets under the covers and crawl. He will lift the covers up. He'll go underneath the covers and he'll lay down and cuddle at her feet. You know what I'm thinking about getting though? Pet insurance. It's listen. I've got three dogs. I don't have it. Pets are very expensive, but I'm also at the point with with my dogs where if it's something that they need that I just can't afford, I'll probably put the dog down. <laughs> as bad as that is, it's one of those things where I'm a realist. It's a pet. Yeah, it's not a child; it's a pet. So yeah, my dog. I spoil my dogs. I mean, love them to death. Like literally, they sleep on my bed. So, uh, but at the same time, like the one dog I had, uh, Julius, that we put down, they told me, you know, he's broke his back. We can do surgery. It's a ten thousand dollars surgery. There's no guarantee the surgery is going to work. He may need it again, or it may even progressively get worse. Julius, was that you? Nope, that was my. Um, <laughs> So I said, you know what? Let's just put him down. There's his quality of life at that point is not up to where it should be. We'll just put him down. As hard as it was, that's what we did, and I'll, I'll do it again with any other dog. I love my dog to death. I am a huge dog person, but at the same time, I re- I'm a realist, and I know that they are just pets. Yeah. So uh, Friday, we drive at five thirty in the morning over to uh, Hardy Correctional Facility, the jail. Yep. Where he's uh, actually been there. Where he's going through obedience training, um, which is cool. So the the one thing, and I God, I hope I can talk my wife out of this. Like, so after they do this, like they do this graduation ceremony. Um, so you go to the jail. You have to like, you know, basically you get strip search, not strip search, but searched pretty hard. Yep. They take off your shoes, kind of yep. like TSA. Uh, no, I mean, no electronics inside. I, 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 you don't, you don't have to explain to me. I'm explaining do. to the audience. Okay. Cause I, 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 I've been there. <laughs> we're, we're hopefully talking more to, than to just you. So, um, so you talk, so you do all that and then you're there for a couple hours for this. And then, uh, it's a, it's a two and a half hour drive home, basically, uh, from Hardy to here. Now, after the graduation ceremony, they have a brunch that they do, um, at a, at a restaurant that's 40 minutes west, the opposite direction of home. And my wife wants to go to it, and I'm like, "Guess what? <sighs> You're going to brunch." 
So I think I might, <laughs> I might have her talked out of it because my kids want to get like so it's early release day for school and my kids want to see the dog. They want to be home with the dog. You're going to brunch. Because uh, because basically it's 40 minutes the wrong way and then an hour for lunch and then 40 minutes the right way Doesn't just matter. to get back to where the graduation was. I'll text you on Friday and ask you how brunch was. So you can tell me about <laughs> it. <laughs> I might have her talked out of it because of the kids. Like I I've I've like and I'm working the kids. I'm like hey hey. Tell him you don't want to be in aftercare that long. You want to get the dog. Tell her. Tell her. No, you're going to brunch. I might be going to brunch. You're, no, you are going to brunch. I, I could possibly be going. I probably will be going to brunch. You're going to brunch. I'm leaving it <laughs> I'm leaving it open that I might not have to go to brunch. That door is shut. It's slammed shut. You're going to brunch. Ugh. So, anyway, that's enough about us. Let's get into the uh let's get into this interview with Corey. Uh, like we said, he is a the lead guitarist of the band Atticane. Um, you can find him basically everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, at KetoCorey. Uh, you can email him at KetoCorey at Yahoo.com. He has a website, KetoCorey.com. KetoCorey everywhere. Go ahead and listen to it, and we'll catch you on the backside. And as we told you earlier, our guest today is Corey Goodwin. He's the guitarist with the band Atticane. He's a certified keto coach, which is absolutely fucking amazing. Uh, and he is pretty good at fantasy football, I hear. I don't know. Uh, he, he's in one of our charity leagues, and I believe he's doing pretty good. Uh, Corey, how are you doing this afternoon? Doing great. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thanks for being on. Yeah, so, we appreciate it. So uh, one of the things, George is, George is a big keto guy. He's been doing it uh, since the end of last year, beginning of this year. So, uh, my question for you is, what goes into being a certified keto coach? Well, a lot of books. Now, <laughs> I actually came across a um, a couple different certifications for it. You know, I, I've been ketogenic for about two years, and I'm just fascinated with the diet and just the benefits that come along with it. And I get so many questions, I was thinking, okay, well, hey, what do I do to you know, maybe turn this into a business for my own self and looked into a different, a few different websites, came across ketogenic living and, um, went ahead and studied up for that and took the course and became certified. So I've got that certification. And then after that, I jumped over to the personal training side of things and went ahead and got my NASM, uh, personal training certificate as well. So yeah, I mean, just living the, the healthy, life game along with the fantasy football life game. <laughs> so for, for those who are listening who don't know what keto is, you want to go into a little bit of what actually keto is? Yeah, a ketogenic diet is going to be a high fat, moderate protein, low carb diet. Uh, basically, what you're doing is you're changing your body's metabolism to burn fat for energy instead of sugar and carbohydrates. So it's, it's really effective for weight loss because once your body adapts to the um, new energy source, of fat, you basically will start burning a lot of your body fat at the same time. So not only is it a delicious diet full of, you know, meats and butters and all the good stuff, lots of bacon, oh, oh, you know. Love bacon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to have bacon on a keto diet. You know, so, some people say, oh, I, don't, I don't like bacon. I'm like, well, I don't know if this is the diet for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you, don't like bacon, bacon. you don't like butter, you don't like sour cream or cream cheese. This might not be a diet for you. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people still to this day, they're going to say, well, that's you're going to have a heart attack. You're going to kill over your high cholesterol. You're going to die. Well, you know, there's a lot of science out now that says it's not true. And uh, honestly, what got me into it was first finding out that 
we were lied to in the early 60s, basically two Harvard scientists were paid off to lie about uh, fat and say that it gives you heart disease and makes you fat. And then here we are all these years later, uh, about two years ago, Time Magazine did a big report on it. And it, it just turns out that they just blatantly lied for, I think it was at the time, about $60,000, which is just crazy to me. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Back then, $60,000 was a lot of money, but I don't know if it's something I would go around lying about. Oh, yeah. And they had a huge paper trail, uh, you know, and it, when it came out, I was just so dumbfounded. I was like, okay, you know, obviously you look at your food pyramid, something's amiss. You know, at the bottom, they're saying, well, you need to be eating your grains and your bread and all this whole wheat. And I'm like, well, it's obviously not working. So that's what got me to dig a little bit deeper and then uh, come across keto and realize that there's people out there that's been ketogenic for 20 years and they, they look great and they feel great. And, and uh, yeah, I had to jump on that train and figure it out. And I'm loving it. So what, what made you go into the keto? I mean, you touched on it a little bit, but like, were you ever overweight or was it just? Well, I'm basically, okay, so I'm like five, six and I, you know, I was only 160 pounds, but it was all like my stomach. It was just all belly fat and back fat. You know, I was kind of that skinny fat that you may see a lot of, of people these days. And my uh, fiance at the time, both of us were just kind of unhappy with the way we, you know, things were going, we were eating fast food a lot, um, just kind of standard American diet. You're in a hurry, you got to eat, you know, just get something quick. And we both kind of were in it together. We said, hey, you know, I, I believe it was December 23rd, okay, two years ago almost, we played a show, my band played a show with Drowning Pool. And typical, we're at the show, we're just getting wasted, and we go get some fast food at the end of the night, probably Taco Bell or something, or Whataburger, and... uh yeah, basically after that, we were just like, you know, we can't just keep doing this. You know, I've read about this keto diet for a while now. seems very interesting. I'm seeing a lot of really positive results. You know, let's give it a try. So it was really awesome to have somebody, a partner involved with me to go along with it. You know, it, it wasn't just me, myself, kind of freaking out because she is a, she's a wizard in the kitchen. So a lot of these awesome keto foods I may post to my Instagram. She's the one making them. I'm just uh, get to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> oh, oh yes, I definitely liked that for sure. So I me... got about a uh, uh, nine days until my wedding. So, <laughs> oh, wow, congratulations. congratulations! Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, so let me ask, because uh, it's something I hear a lot. What is the difference between keto and Atkins? Well, Atkins, they they go through a ketogenic phase, but what they do is they will slowly reintroduce carbohydrates back into your diet, and. For me, the way I look at it, if something's not broke, why fix it, right? So if I'm eating a ketogenic way of living and I'm just feeling great and loving everything about it, why would I slowly go back to what got me in trouble in the first place, which was all these delicious carbohydrates surrounding us? <laughs> well, that, so I, I think it's that, and it's also the fact that with the Adkins, it's, they don't focus on moderate protein. It's basically Correct. all protein and where with keto yeah. you're not focusing solely on the protein it's more of a fat-based diet than a protein-based diet right right well it's, you know typically i'm doing more of like 80 percent fat uh for my daily calories are coming about 80 percent fat and that's when i feel the best you know i've done it long enough now to where i can kind of i've done a little bit higher protein because i was hitting the gym a lot i don't want to see how i felt with that uh, basically just the higher fat percentage is what gets me going. A lot of avocados, you know, 
another good thing about this diet is um, you don't hold on to your electrolytes, which can be a downfall, but I like salt. Salt is delicious, and you need a lot of salt on this diet, so I'll be sure to salt everything that I eat, and uh, people look at me crazy as I'm just sitting there <laughs> shaking the salt shaker on top of my food for 20 seconds, but... You know, people people say all the time, wow, you get to eat butter and bacon and, you know, you get to have salt and all. I'm just, yeah, this is what my body is craving and it's not doing me any harm. So I'm sticking with it. So what's your what's your favorite keto meal? Ooh, that's a good one. I've been, oh, man, there's a lot of delicious recipes. One that's pretty simple that I can always go to if I'm craving a pizza is a chicken crust pizza, which is uh, basically you make the crust out of. Say like five ounces of shredded chicken, an ounce of Parmesan cheese, and an egg. And you mix that together, make it into a crust, and put it in the oven. Bake it for about ten minutes till it's nice and golden, and then put your toppings on. And then you got basically a zero-carb pizza, and it's delicious. Chicken crust pizza. So following up on that, I have to ask the question, is pizza the cheat meal? Oh, no. You know, I'm a (laughs) – really – what my cheat meal typically is, is a burger. I, I, you know, it's not much, it's not different a whole lot from what I normally eat, except for the bread. But I usually, that, that burger, a double, nice double meat burger and a large order of fries. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of my go-to when I'm ready for a cheat meal. And, and where <laughs> I miss is, fries. So, so when you have to get a burger and fries, where do you go? Well, I'm based in Texas, and in Texas we have Whataburger. I, I I don't know where are you guys based out of exactly. Florida, Florida. Okay, so I, I don't know if there's Whataburger out in Florida. I've toured out that way a couple times, but it is just the best burger chain you can get in Texas. I'm telling you. Every now and then you'll get somebody that says differently, but those are we we ban those people from Texas immediately. <laughs> and I don't want to take over all the questions, but have you heard of uh, what is it called? Burger Thirty Three. It's like a sports bar there. So it's Ooh. it's a place that, and I want to say it's Burger Thirty Three. It's a place, and and when I was out there for work, uh, we stopped at one of these places. It's like sixty seven percent beef and thirty three percent ground bacon in in every burger. Oh wow! It is. That's- sounds amazing it really is amazing <laughs> I, I want a burger for dinner now <laughs> yeah see i'm telling you guys now there are keto bread recipes you can put it the time and effort uh and make you some which hey they can get you by if you're in, in just really craving a burger without going you know eat with all the carbs but uh you know just it's just not as it's not as good as a real thing there's basically a substitute for everything on keto except for two things i've found one is a really solid tortilla recipe and a solid bread recipe. You just got to kind of live with it. Yeah, I, I've, I've pretty much completely cut the bread out. I can't tell you the last time I had bread. Um, my cheat meal, Jason nailed it. It's a slice of pizza or two. I I, I can make uh, keto-friendly pizza, but if I'm going to cheat, uh, nothing nothing better than a nice good slice of pizza with some pineapple on it. Yeah, I, oh, see, I, I love the pineapple, too. I agree with that 100%. Because pizza is sacred, and some of you assholes have chosen to defile it. That'll be a question later, but that, that yeah, you guys... I, I, gotta a, I gotta head myself on that, that one. That is an abomination, <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, I have a new drop for that now every time I hear that. So you uh, later on, and when I edit this, you'll hear my new drop, but it's, it, <laughs> pineapple's an abomination on pizza. So, all right, well, let, let's talk a little bit about the, uh, you mentioned uh, touring and the band and whatnot. 
Uh, how'd you get started with the with the band Atticane? Well, my buddy Ryan, who's the singer of my band, um, came to me one one day at work and was like, "Hey, you know, I was in another band at the time. It was kind of falling apart. We've known each other from the Dallas music scene for years." And he was like, "Hey, I actually have a, a show coming up with Drowning Pool. It's a big Toys for Tots charity show. Uh, would you be interested in playing it?" And you know, I was like, "Hey, okay, cool. Uh, I'll go ahead and do that." Jumped on the show. It was a great show. And from that point on, I just kind of stayed in the band. And <laughs> you're, just, you're just like that friend that came over and never left. And you just, I guess you just live here now. Yeah, basically, you know, and it, it was that we've had a lot of really good success. I mean, we've, we've also had some, you know, tough times as well. We've had a couple different managers take advantage of us over the years, which, you know, it's to be expected in the music industry. It's full of, uh, full of snakes out there. You got to be careful. We've learned the hard way, but um, it is what it is. So, yeah, we we've basically just uh, this last year has been a little slower, but typically we're on the road a good portion of the year touring. Um, you know, it leaves me a lot of time to look over fantasy lineups while I'm stuck in a van for hours on end or, you know, do a lot of research. But uh, it's it's been a, a crazy ride, that's for sure. So are you guys, uh, I, sh- I apologize, I should have looked this up, but are you guys, you guys currently aren't on tour? Currently not on tour. Um, we have a few management situations we're working out, and uh, we have a couple unreleased tracks we're going to hopefully release pretty soon. So lots going on, but uh, it's kind of more behind the scenes kind of stuff. You know, we did a few tours uh, probably about a year and a half ago with Trapped. I don't know if you remember those guys. Had a couple of hits back in the day. I had a song called Headstrong. Headstrong to take you on. Yep, yep. Headstrong to take on anyone. Yeah, we toured with them a bunch. And, uh, you know, got to know a few guys. Like my buddy now, he's singing in the band Stone Temple Pilots, which is really cool. A buddy of mine named Jeff Goot. And I got to know him on a trap tour when he was in another band before the whole Stone Temple Pilots thing even happened. So it's a, I've learned that it's a really small world in the music industry. And, uh, you know, we're... Although we've done really well being on our own and touring nationally and getting radio play, uh, we're still definitely on the hunt for a record deal to kind of take us take us to that next level. That's for sure. That's that's cool though. Yeah, I, I just had to Google Stone Temple Pilots not what? because I can I what? can I can I fucking finish? Please? No, no. When you start the sentence with "I just had to Google Stone Temple Pilots," because it deserves a what? It does, but you should at least give me the courtesy and let me finish. No, and it's not because I didn't know who they were because I did. Okay, okay? it's I didn't know that they were still around. Oh, they're killing it! They actually released a new album most recently. Of, that most of them really are still good. around. Okay. Yeah, so so I'm not a, a, a Jason is a, is a music guy. I I'm really not much of a of a music person. Um, if if I'm listening to music, I, it's mostly country. Yeah, isn't that disappointing? Oh, it's terrible. It, it is. It is. I know. It's awful. <laughs> I, I prefer my music in key. In key. <laughs> not I, about my dog. Right. <laughs> it's all about beer and like pickup trucks. It is not. It is. It is not. Homemade jar of lemon drop, take a sip. Drinking that ice cold beer. I got that real good, feel good stuff. Good stuff, iced up in the backseat. Sit on the hood and drink. Got a little drunk last night. Baby, we're drinking. Just couldn't up and shooting Bacardi. 
We got 24 tall boys on the chill. Let me go get you something to drink. Big black jacked up truck. That's my truck. Talking about trucks. Yeah, my truck. Got a cooler in a truck bed. Long truck bed, hop in it. Bed of a pickup truck. I'm gassing up the Chevy. Moonlit Chevy. This Silverado. Silverado candy painted. Rolling round and jacked up toys. Uh, it's a lot of grandma getting trucks. ran over. <laughs> Having sex with sisters, <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, I, oh, oh, I don't know what country what? music you're listening to. Yeah, I don't know what kind of country music you're <laughs> listening to either. I mean, Jesus this, Christ. Uh, apparently, the good kind. Uh, <laughs> that, that is that is debatable. <laughs> oh shit! So, uh, it's good release, man. Music is good, no matter what kind of music you're into. Yeah, no. So I can listen to anything, like. I can listen to country, I can listen to rock, I can listen to jazz, I can listen to rap. Yeah, all you have to do is turn on the radio. That's not a skill. I'm going to throw... Where's my pen? Our guest is laughing at you. I got my pen handy. Just in case it needs to get launched at Jason. I'm just saying, our guest is laughing at you, not with you. I don't care. Okay. (laughs) So, so tell us a little bit about the... uh, a little bit more about the band. Like, what are some of the big things you guys have done? I mean, I mean mentioned. Well, uh, I mean, Star first, he, he's on. He's on our show. What other big things? I does mean, he need? listen. I, I'm going to take total credit. Like after this show, they're going to get a huge monster record deal. They're going to make it huge. <laughs> they're going to go quadruple platinum. And I'm going to be like, Wait. it started here on, uh, exactly. when he, when when Corey came on the show. And then and then you can hire George as your promotions. <laughs> I, I'm hey, not a very good promoter. You know that. I do know that. I mean, that's why nobody's heard of our show. I, I'm very mediocre at everything I do. <laughs> <laughs> mediocre I, at best. I, I can raise money for charities, though. That I am good at. You are good at that. <laughs> I, I have to give hey, you that. That's a good skill to have. Uh, yeah, so, uh, by you, the way, I want to say thank you. First off, you joined the, uh, I believe it's the Dak Prescott League. Uh, yes, That correct. we're doing. Um, it's been a lot of fun so far, being in first place in that league. <laughs> I, I was, I was actually in the process of pulling it up. To I just, see where you I, I just wish, I just wish you got a better prize. Well, I did lose my first game this week, so I, I need to check see if I'm currently still in first. I may have slipped, but uh, yeah, you know, four and one's not bad. Yeah, no, so that's a league that uh, that we're, I'm letting Neil run, but uh, I, and I should probably should have ran it myself. But um, I, I'm doing one, two, three, four, five, six. We have seven total leagues right now. All of them are leagues that we're doing for Toys for Tots. And we've raised over $4,000 uh, so far for Toys for Tots for this year uh, doing these charity football leagues. So I want to say thank you for, for contributing to that. Because yeah. not only, not only <laughs> oh, did you join and, and contribute, but you actually got a, a friend of yours to, to join and contribute as well. So that was awesome. Oh, yeah. My, my that's my boss, Kevin. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're that's pretty much all we do at work is just talk fantasy football <laughs> and about you guys. <laughs> you talk about us? Well, you know the league. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, that's, sorry. No, no, I was, no, I was gonna say it'd be I'd be interested to know how you knew about me, but <laughs> <laughs> do you fly? Do you fly over and look in my window? I'll tell you now. We're gonna talk about you. <laughs> oh, that's, no, that's good. That, that could be good. It, that's good. It could it, be to, bad. To, I mean, to Jason new listeners. did mention something about 
something with kids, so it could be what? really bad. <laughs> I mentioned what about kids? I didn't say anything about kids. Country music and kids. No, sisters. Sisters. So it, it could be an adult sister. Listen, I'm not that. That's not <laughs> me at all. That weirdo. This sister is 18 years old. Right, okay? exactly. Exactly. At least 18 years old. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She, she could also be your aunt. <laughs> she could be. See, now we're talking real country. <laughs> <laughs> all, all we need is the banjos in the background. <laughs> <laughs> little deliverance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, so uh, so on top of the band, uh, you're you're into the fantasy football. It sounds like big time, right? So I love it, man. It's kind of it, it kind of consumes everything. I feel like when we're in season. Oh, don't trust me. I, I get it because. Uh, I had an episode I should have put out weeks ago, and we got in season, and then on more shows with Sleeper Wire, and like everything it, just came to it, a screeching yeah, everything halt. comes to a cre- screeching halt because you're now I'm in I don't know like nine leagues, and I'm <laughs> checking all my lineups and doing all and and I know nine is a low number for a lot of people, and it just it's like a lot because I try and give a hundred percent in every single one. Exactly, yeah, it's nonstop. You know, I'm the, the same way. So my Instagram at Keto Corey, if uh, anybody's interested, it's geared towards just motivation and fitness and you know the ketogenic way of living. But I've realized lately I've been slacking pretty hardcore on it just because uh, I get home and I'm just nonstop researching on fantasy football and my next move. I'm that guy that's planning like two, three weeks in advance with different trades. I'm thinking, hey, if I get this trade from this guy, I'm already going to go ahead and target this guy because I know this guy wants this guy over here and I can make that happen. And people look at, look at me like an evil genius, but I just love to play the game. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's the strategy behind it. That's that's the part that I love the most about it is, excuse me, is the in-season strategy of exactly doing exactly what you said. If I can get this guy, I know he likes him, so maybe I can get him and then flip him to him and get the guy I want. Uh, exactly. That, that's kind of the way my head operates when I play as well. Not that I'm very good this year, but typically that's how my, my, my brain functions as well with regards to fantasy. I, I tell you what, what's gotten me this year playing with more teams is how many guys I root for and then have to go check to see if I should be rooting against. <laughs> so I want him to get exactly 9.7 points because if he gets 9.8, I lose this league. But if he gets 9.7, I win this league. Like I need him to, it's like, I need, it's like the Goldilocks thing. Not too many points, not too few points. Just right. Just right. <laughs> exactly and you know since i've been playing a lot more dfs this year too man it's just uh i just basically root for everybody i guess and just see what happens cross my fingers sit back and just enjoy the games yeah i, I think i have to coin that goldilocks problem <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, we, you better get on it now I, I know before i release this thing <laughs> don't worry you've got, got time. I've, got time. I, I've seen your track record on releasing products uh, he's got, got websites time. he could take it <laughs> Listen, if you, if you can do more with it than I can, go ahead. But I think I think that's a good good description of the problem. Um, so, how many teams? How many leagues are you in this year? I am currently in well four five leagues total. Uh, four that I actually drafted for, but my boss Kevin, the guy I mentioned earlier, he's in a total of nine leagues. And there's one particular league that was uh, he he said, "Hey, you want to co-own this team with me? Um, you know, we'll." Go at it together. And I said, okay, cool. So that's my fifth league. But we we got a little work to do in that one. We're kind of struggling at, at this moment. You know, if 
if the uh, Detroit Lions would ever decide to just run carry on Johnson, I think I think we'd be okay. But yeah, I think a lot it, of people have that problem. I feel like uh, I, I feel like I got out from under that problem this this week. Uh, I made a really great trade, George. Yeah, George yeah, is jealous. Did. Not jealous, just pissed because you were playing me that week. Uh, so Jason made a trade. He acquired Odell Beckham for carry on Johnson and a couple other pieces of trash, and. <laughs> He just happened to be playing me. That's not right. Yes, it was. It was a trash, total trash. Carry on Johnson. I don't even remember who I traded away now. See, that's why why you know it was total trash. You can't remember who you gave up. Oh, yeah, yeah. TJ Yeldon, who had a good week. So carry on TJ Yeldon and Sterling Shepard. Trash, trash, and trash. Yeah. And then I I I got OBJ and uh, Burrito back. Yeah, see, I just made an OBJ... uh trade as well i did a i have good running back depth and that's another thing i do every year is i'm a big running back depth guy then around this time i'm able to get rid of a piece or two to acquire somebody so i did john brown and joe mixon for odell and uh i love my joe mixon man but i do i have him in a lot of leagues and i felt like with my running back depth i'd be okay not having him and it was nice to have another elite receiver on my team i mean odell's throwing passes what more can you ask for right now yeah yeah, listen, at that point in the game, he had thrown more touchdowns than he had caught yeah. for the season. <laughs> the the, the, oh, league, the league that Jason played me in is our is our money league. It's $130 buy-in. The the, the winner gets 700 second place is 300 uh third place is 200 And And for tax purposes, this is um, crackers. Yes. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we pay him Monopoly money. Um, <laughs> and... I'm 0-4 in that league. No, no. I was 0-4. Well, going into this 0-4. week, I was 0-4. And, and it, it's not like I have a bad team because I feel like I don't have a bad team. The The problem I'm having is everybody, if you look at the average score per game against me, it went up this week. It's now up over 153 points a week is what <laughs> my opponents are averaging. And I'm averaging a pedestrian 112. So... And nobody has scored more points than when they play me. So I'm at the point in this league now is I can't wait to see how I'm going to lose next week. So like the week before I had a guy who had, he had three players go for like 30 plus points. I'm like, okay, you know, nothing you can do, whatever. The next week I play the the quarterback quarterback goes for like 65 points. The next week, another quarterback goes for 65. I played big Ben. I played Mahomes back to back. I'm like, I, I can't do anything against this. And then I played Jason and his team is already very good. He's got Todd Gurley. He's got Saquon Barkley because Gurley was his keeper oh, uh, in the second round. So he 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 got Barkley in the first. He drafted Saquon. Or no, he, I got he drafted Gurley Saquon. In the he he got Gurley in the second. He's got a he had a solid squad. And then he goes out and trades a bunch of trash for Odell Beckham. <laughs> and and I'm like, okay, how am I going to lose this week to this team? How am I going to lose? Odell's going to throw a 57-yard uh, <laughs> touchdown pass to his running back to that my he's run- got. To my running back. So, that, so it, it's like I, oh, I can't do anything man. with this. I mean, I'm like, so I can't wait to see how I'm going to lose this coming week. I'm just so excited to find out how I'm going to go to 0-6. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a different way to play the game. But, hey, the excitement level's still there, I guess. Yeah, it, it, I'm trying. I'm making moves. Uh, so it's weird because, like, I – don't want to see you as last place, but I kind of want to see you as last place because I want you to wear the. I want you to wear the. And I, I w- I'll do the punishment, whatever the punishment is. I've got no problem, but I feel like I have a a, a good team. 
You have a pretty good team. Man. I mean, I've got Andrew Luck and Cam Newton. I got Chris. I traded Melvin Gordon, and, and Melvin Gordon was my best player by far. But I traded him, and I got a lot back for him. I got Chris Thompson, uh, Adam Thielen, and Andrew Luck. So I got a lot okay. back for him because I gave up him and scraps. Uh, Jordan Howard, um, Isaiah Crowell, uh, Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. So it's a decent team. I just. I, I can't do nothing when guys are averaging 150 against me. I don't know. We've talked way too much about my shitty about, team. Yeah, about your shitty team and my... Well, no, I, I have the same problem in a, in a league where I've scored the most points out of anybody in the league, yet I'm also getting scored on more than anybody in the league, and I'm sitting in, like, fourth place or yeah. something silly like well, that. Well, so I have a work league where I'm 0-5 now. And, no, we're 0-4 because we didn't start till week two, which is shitty. Yeah. Uh, and, and then they auto-drafted... And didn't tell anybody in there. Like a couple people were in there drafting, uh, and the rest of the teams auto drafted. And my team still coming out of it looked good. I have Gurley, I have Cook, I have um, guy I can't even remember, but you know I have so Freeman. many pieces that I, I Freeman. So going like, into the year, you looked good. Yeah, going into the year, I'm, ah, I'm man. like, man, I love this team, even though they auto drafted, and then you know nothing. Those, those injuries. Yep. Hey, I'll read you the greatest. Dynasty team ever, and I want you to guess the record. Okay. Okay. Philip Rivers, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Le'Veon Bell, Sammy Watkins, Josh Gordon, Rob Gronkowski, T.Y. Hilton. Oh man, that is a monster team. That is a dynasty team. What do you think the record is? Oh man. Oh no. It, is it like what, like two and three or something? One and four. Whoa, man, I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go that far, but... Everybody was talking about how how the, my team is just loaded and they could just hand me the the championship in the preseason. I'm like, nah, that's not how this is going to work. I am one in four. I, I, I can't get anything going right with this team. I don't know why. It's it's terrible. Le'Veon Bell set you back. No, he didn't, though. That's the thing. I know. With Zeke and Barkley, you should be okay. I've got Zeke and Barkley and Gronk and T.Y. Hilton. I should be fine. Philip Rivers has been playing out of his mind. Hey, you know what most people don't care about? My my dynasty your, team. Your dynasty team. Yes, I know. So, do you want to get into the uh, 20 random questions? Yeah, we'll move into the questions. So, excuse me. Uh, as we told you earlier, we'll talk uh, about the band, the keto, the football, and then we'll move into just random questions that I come up with. Yeah, um, for sure. Question number one. What would you do if you had your own tour bus? Um, I'll probably sleep a lot more comfortably than sleeping in the back of a van. And I would actually be able to eat uh, a decent keto meal instead of having a cooler full of like already hard-boiled eggs and butter and cheeses. Because, <laughs> yeah, having a tour bus, that's, that's, that's kind of part of the dream right there. So I... I have some friends who get to live that life, and I, I'm very jealous. <laughs> you know what? You know how we know that he's still trying to make it is like I feel like if you're in a van, you're dreaming to be on a bus, and then if you're a, in a bus, you're dreaming to have your own plane, and you're at the basically van, you're at the van. There's level. always another level. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're never satisfied. You always want to go above where you're currently at. So the the true question is here is like, would you really actually own the van or or the bus, or would you have just moved in and just stayed? <laughs> you know what i think i actually you know my singer thought about this at one point in time he was just gonna buy us a big rv for touring but then actually live in the rv and i was like hey man if you want to 
do that, I'm all down because sleeping in the van is just getting old. You know, mind you, I'm 35 years old and I've been doing this for uh, a good while now. And uh, yeah, it, it hurts to sleep in a van every day. Yeah, I, I would I would encourage him to to go the RV route. No, listen, I'm 38 now. It hurts just to sleep in a bed every day. <laughs> in a bed, I know. I woke up today saying, "Oh, I'm really sore. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why." You, just you, you know what? You're getting old when you wake up in the morning and just getting out of bed, you're sore. There's like no reason. There's no rhyme or reason. You went. You went to bed fine. You're feeling good when you go to bed, and you wake up and you're just like, "What the fuck did I do to myself?" Uh, yeah, my boss Kevin, he just turned thirty, and he's con- he'll complain about his back or something, and I'll look at him and say, "Hey, man, this is this is your thirties. This is real life now. <laughs> it's, it's like your body's it's all downhill from here, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, it doesn't get better than this. Like, <laughs> like you've peaked and it's over. <laughs> you just might as well give up now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But yeah, you're right. Question number two: If you were to be slapped in the face, what would it be for? Oh, man. Well, you know, I I will say this. Going into the fantasy football thing, I do have two buddies of mine who I play in two different leagues. And last year, a combination of playing against them, I think I was something silly. Like, they didn't beat me at all. I feel like it was 8-0 in a combination of all all my leagues. And I could just picture them just slapping me. And, hey, I'll take a a slap in the face if it – it's a fantasy football championship, you know. I'll, I'll take that, Jason. Uh, you know me. I'll, I'll say something inappropriate. Somebody eventually is gonna slap me for saying something stupid. Yeah, that that's the same here. Mine, mine is I, I speak sometimes and I don't think about what I'm about to say. I just say it, and that can tend to get me in trouble. So I'm gonna go that. Way. I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> an inappropriate comment. Uh, <laughs> if you were fired for something, what would it be? If I were fired for something, for, oh man, God, I don't want to relate everything to a fantasy football thing, but it just makes me laugh how if anybody say a, a, a an injury pops up or this person's going to miss the the next week's game and this person's the hot free agent on the waiver wire, I will drop everything I'm doing, no matter how important it is at work, and run to the bathroom to make sure to get that player <laughs> every. <laughs> single time and when i come back they call me waiver wire goodwin for this very reason so they're like oh you've been gone for a couple minutes would you have to go make a make a trade make a move and i'm just like yeah 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 pretty much. all right i'll get back to work now don't fire me <laughs> Keep this job <laughs> I, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to the, the same answer for the as the previous question it's probably gonna be for saying something inappropriate yeah i would agree <laughs> yeah uh you don't get fired for, for my job. You know, inappropriate is kind of okay. You know, we, we actually sell pot brownies, although they're just brownies in a pot, not actually <laughs> in brownies. You know, so we're kind of like a lot of hipsters and uh, a lot of party animals work at where I work. So, you know, being inappropriate, that's just kind of part of the job. That's, yeah, it's a bonus. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. You're hired. Uh, question number five. Would you continue to live in a home with your girlfriend or fiance? If the girlfriend's son never talked to you. Ooh, deep. Oh, well, thank God I don't have that issue. <laughs> um, well, I mean, what? Yeah. Yeah. Screw, screw the, screw that guy. You don't want to talk to you. 
I need the roof over my head, okay? He can go find somewhere else to sleep. Like, look, I moved in, and I don't care if he knows that I took his room, and now he has to sleep in the living room. <laughs> Fuck that kid. Yeah. No, so, yeah, I mean... I'm a, I completely agree. Like, listen, it's just a bonus. I don't have to deal with that shit. Like, what's he gonna do? He's gonna open his mouth and ask me for something? Fuck that. If you want to just stay silent, okay, cool. I, I think over time, though, that would get really awkward. <sighs> I don't care. Uh, yeah, just keep them, keep the mouth quiet. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that. I don't have that bone. Listen, I would start doing inappropriate things in order for him to actually have to talk to me. <laughs> so be it hit, with his mom, because that's your girlfriend or fiance. I would just do things in the open to make him seethe to the point where he finally has to say something. Yeah, I could get him to talk that little shit. Oh, man, your your mom's ass just looks so great today. <laughs> oh, you catch that thing, son? No? Oh, right. Have you seen your mom's ass? Because I have. <laughs> so, what'd you think about the uh, spandex pants I bought your mom? <laughs> I'll let you know what I think of them when I rip them off later. That exactly. Could, you know. that, that could get really awkward. It really could. Uh, question number six. Have you ever dated a gold digger? Oh, wait. We have to go back to that. What if he says, yes, I've seen it, and it's great? Yeah, like what if he even, comes? What if he, even more yeah, awkward. what if he comes back with? Oh yeah, I've been just, there. Just like Adam and say touche. <laughs> <laughs> it, it gets really awkward at that point. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump on your question, but it just occurred no, to me nope. that, that that little shit could be an uh, evil genius and come back with that. <laughs> you little evil genius shit. <laughs> uh, uh, question six: Have you ever get, dated a gold digger? Uh no, because I never have any money. It goes back to the. <laughs> thing no so no i i've never had to worry about that <laughs> yeah, same here I, i've never had money so I, I don't think i've ever dated a gold digger no and i've been with my wife for like 19 years yes yeah, so it's, it's i haven't been with your wife for 19 yeah i was gonna years. say what the that, fuck that would dude, be kind of seriously awkward, especially if you're just now finding out yeah yeah on the show i feel like i'd so- slap you <laughs> uh, yeah there you go you want to throw a pen at me i do want to throw a pen at Okay, question number seven. Pick one. Take a sack from Clay Matthews, take a stiff arm from Vance McDonald, or get hit by a spin move by Drew Brees to give up the game-winning touchdown. No. What kind of sack? Uh, A sack. Clay Matthews is going to sack you like he sacks. Okay, not his sack, but a sack. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. What's he going to do? Is he going to land on you fully with his full body weight or is he going to freak out and kind of give you a little shove and then maybe uh, some cheek? I feel like at this point you have an you have a, a better than 50-50 chance that he actually pulls up. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll say what I don't want. I don't want that Vance McDonald uh, <laughs> stiff arm. That is that, was, that, that is should, the correct uh, answer. I, I'll take the sack from Clay Matthews because after a couple plays – People are going to forget about it. It's not going to be a highlight on on Sports Center or or any other news station. You're not going to get gifs out of it or anything like that. But I feel like a Drew Brees spin move and a stiff arm from Vance McDonald. You're just going to be lambasted for weeks on end. Oh yeah, I mean I can't think of that guy's name off the top of my head. This Chris Conte. Chris Conte. Yeah, I'm a Tampa oh, fan. Sh- I, I didn't want him to play before this. I actually need to thank Vance McDonald for retiring him <laughs> at halftime of that game. Straight to the IR, man. Like, no, nah, it was brutal. It was, uh, 
It was quite embarrassing for that guy. So yeah, I felt bad for him a little bit in a way. Like every stiff arm I see from now on, I'm like, I bet you Chris Connie somewhere going, oh, thank God that's not me. <laughs> I just turns that he probably just turns the TV off. <laughs> oh, he, oh, it's totally. It's, no, so you think he's got? You think he's got PTSD? He's, like he, he's <laughs> tweeting, "Been there, done that." <laughs> Mine was better slash worse. I think he's got. I think he's got stiff stiff arm PTSD. Somebody stiff armed somebody else, and he's hiding under the table. He, that's the oh, second man. time he's been stiff armed like that. Do you too. think Vance yeah. McDonald will come over and bring him flowers and be like, "Dude, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> apologize after the I apologize. I'm, I'm sorry to do that. To I'm you, sorry bro. to ruin your life on national TV in front of everyone. Yeah. God, that's terrible. But hey, man, that was a hell of a play. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, my favorite part about that actually is if you look to the sidelines, all the reactions from all the teammates on the sidelines, which is gold. Yeah. Love. Yeah, it was crazy. Yes, it was. Uh, question number eight. If your neighbor was arrested, what was it for? Well, by walking through the hallway of my apartment, it's probably for selling pot. can't walk through these halls without smelling it so yeah i'm pretty sure that'd probably be the be the answer here how about you jason if your neighbor were to get arrested what would it be for uh burning trash in his yard because that happens (laughs) and nobody ever arrests him for any of it so luckily it's in the backyard i'm gonna say if one of my neighbors were to get arrested it would be for I feel like it would be for like a domestic violence. It'd be pretty easy because you have a cop that lives across the street from you. Yeah. So, so like if something bad was to happen and people were yelling it, he'd probably just come out and go, yeah. I don't know, maybe he'd give him leeway because he knows him. I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I would say I feel like it would be domestic violence. I don't I, I just, listen, all my neighbors are new. They're, they've only been here within like, well, two of them have only been here for less than six months. And then... One of them has been here, the cop, he's been here for about a year and a half. So they're relatively all new to the neighborhood still. So we really don't know them all that well. Uh, Man, you got to keep, you better keep an eye on them. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I, you're talking about them I mean, beating their wives. I, I ain't <laughs> I, I you seem know. to know more about them than we know, than we think. So yeah, right. You're just like, yeah, you don't just randomly throw out spousal abuse. I don't know them enough to say anything else though. That's the problem. <laughs> like... Like it's, that guy definitely looks like he beats his wife. That, I'm gonna pin that on him. Is there is there a wife beater look? Yes, there is. <laughs> then your neighbors have that look. My one neighbor does. Okay. <laughs> the it's, one with the van. <laughs> maybe well, he's just going on tour, man. No. We'll make sure he listens to this podcast after this episode. <laughs> Dude, you got to change all of this on your face. Because Listen, right now, it my, looks my, like you're beating your wife. My, <laughs> or, is it, or, or did you did you see the wife and she actually has bruises and that's where it comes from? Well, the wife is a little skittish. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, she's a little reserved when he's around. Like he goes to scratch his head and she like cowers. She, has, she has the same PTSD Chris Conti has. <laughs> I'll, I'll know for sure soon because my daughter's going to be babysitting her kids, so I'll be able to. Hold on, this is getting a little. This is getting a little sexist, guys. What if she is beating him? Okay, it, it can happen. It could happen. <laughs> it, it absolutely could. I don't think it is in this relationship, but it could happen. <laughs> she doesn't have that look. Yeah, <laughs> she, she did, yeah. She, all of this doesn't say husband beater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'll take your word. I, I just want to say we are not condoning any type of domestic violence. We're just having a good conversation. No, no, it's do, it's domestic violence prevention month, yes. and um, we're preventing it by pointing people out who actually look like they could beat their wives. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we are bringing awareness to we, the situation. I, I, we're not making light of the situation, although we're kind of making light of the situation. We're, we're, bring, we're, we're making you aware of the situation that there is a look. Yes, there's a look. Stay, <laughs> stay woke. Uh, Hashtag. Question number nine. What is the best dumpster dive grab you have ever made? Dumpster dive grab. Well, hmm. I actually did work at this apartment complex that was a little bit more upscale, and everybody would always throw out nice things. I don't know. Just for whatever reason, it would throw out just really, really nice stuff. I actually got me a whole set of luggage that's clean right next to the dumpster just because – it was right there. So, yeah, probably a nice set of luggage is my best dumpster dive find. So, I remember when I was a kid, I lived up in Massachusetts, and it seemed like once a year, they would have this thing, and I don't remember what it was called, but you could throw all your trash down, you bring all your trash down to grab by your trash, it was big stuff, little stuff, you know, dressers, couches, and we would go around and inspect people's trash to see what they were getting rid of. And if it was nice, we'd take it. And like we've got, we've taken couches, TVs, uh, stuff like that that people were just throwing away. It's like, why are you throwing this away? It works. It looks nice. It's comfortable. It, 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 I don't know. Maybe it was a northern thing. I don't know. But we used to do that as a kid. So uh, when back in two thousand five, Wendy's had a promotion. I don't know if you guys remember this at all. Where if you got so many Wendy's cups and saved them and sent them off, like sent cut this thing off and sent them off, like you got a free round trip ticket. I mean, it was on a shitty airline. It, it was on. Uh, I just looked it back up. It was AirTran. They're no longer in business. Right, right. <laughs> this is probably why, right? Like, so if you got, and I can't remember the number or whatever. So I didn't, um, I didn't actually jump into the dumpster and grab empty cups. But what I did do is found out what time the um, the people took out the trash at night and asked them to, like, let me get the cups out of the trash. I did do this. and got a, fantastic. And got, and got a couple of round-trip tickets. Uh, it, my wife and, and her mother went to um, Michigan. Nice. For free. That, that's fantastic. Listen, I'm not hating on that at all. So No, that's great. That, I, you know, I look up to you now, as a matter of fact. Uh, so, you know, I, I am a deal finder, and when I found out that I didn't have to pay several hundred dollars for my wife to make that trip, I went down to Wendy's and, and Listen, met some if, folks. if somebody told me you could, you know, save a couple hundred dollars by digging through some trash and collecting some cups, hell, I'm down. Yeah, I had gloves in my own bags, and, and that's, all uh, I need. that's all I needed. Yep. <laughs> you, you were prepared. I was prepared. I 100% was prepared, because I knew nah, I was digging through I, Wendy's trash. I like it. Uh, top three, or number ten, top three mu- uh, musicians or bands of all time? Oof, all time. Top three bands or musicians? Yeah. Yeah, because, so I feel like if every time I say top three bands, like, you can include m- musicians, but most people don't. So it's, you could be, you know, your, your top three musicians, your top three bands, you know, whatever. Well, I definitely grew up on Pantera. All right, you know, I'm out of Dallas. Where Pantera was based out of, so pretty much the whole reason I'm playing music is because of Dimebag Darrow, Vinnie Paul, and the Pantera guys. So they're up there, you know, for me personally. Um, I also swing to the blues side of things a little bit too. Steve Ray Vaughan to me is a classic, and uh, one of my favorite guitar players of all time. 
And, uh, yeah, so Pantera guys, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and a third, it's just kind of a toss-up, I guess, because, you know, I grew up on Metallica, Guns N' Roses, Alice in Chains, just a little bit of all all those guys. So, uh, you know, I, I throw Slash in there. I say Slash. Slash. Okay, top three guitar players for me, Slash, Dimebag Daryl, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Excellent. Jason? Okay. I'm trying to dig through the, my memory. Like, I... There's so, so many musicians, so much music that I through the '90s, like because I grew up a couple years before you, I guess. So Jason's um, gonna start out with the Backstreet Boys. I know. I was. I mean, <laughs> listen. I got. I got into Pantera for a little bit. Uh, I got into like. Um, I like Corn when I was younger. And, oh yeah. You know, but I guess stuff that's like stuck with me has been more of the alternative, like Soundgarden. Um, Stone Temple Pilots, Nirvana, that kind of thing, dude. So you I, know, I was, go ahead. I was actually supposed to play a show with Chris Cornell and Soundgarden the week after he wound up committing suicide. It was brutal. I was so excited for this show. It was a uh, Rocklahoma and uh, Big John Festival. Getting ready, geared up, about a week to the show. You know, I've never even seen Soundgarden in person, so I was just so excited. And then the sad news came through about Chris Cornell, and uh, yeah, it never actually got to happen. And what makes it even worse is, so live, the band live took their spot on the bill. We get there, we're getting a couple hours away from our set time, and a tornado comes through and cancels the whole show. So not only did I not get to play Rockfest, we were headlining a side stage, <clears throat> I didn't get to see Soundgarden, and plus all the you know tragic news of Chris Cornell. So yeah, it was, I, I'm with you on Soundgarden, man. They're they're definitely one of the greats. Like I'm going back now and listening to some of his like acoustic when he played some of his music acoustically, and like that his voice is just haunting. Like it's it is <clears throat> it is one of the better voices in rock from like when I was young. Uh, Rage Against the Machine was another big one for me when I was young. Uh, I think they're still touring. Yeah, Rage is great, too. I, I got to meet the Rage guys. Actually, you know what? I sort of lied just now because I did kind of get to meet Tom or, uh, Chris Cornell when the Rage Against Machine and then they – what was it? As Audio Slave, Audio Slave, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah my, my cousin's niece was uh, dating the photographer photographer for Audio Slave. So we got to go hang out. I got a um, – a guitar pick from Tom Morello, which was really cool. But what's funny, I was probably 17 at the time, and uh, they asked Tom Morello backstage asked me if I knew how to get to uh, the strip club here in Dallas that the Pantera guys owned at the time. He was like, "Oh yeah, you know, you know how to get to the uh, the strip club, right?" And me, I just wanted to be cool, you know. To Tom Morello, he's a rock star. <laughs> I was like, I was like, "Yeah, man, for sure." He goes, "Cool, man, we're following you," and he walked off. And I just looked at my buddy and said, oh, oh, great. Tom Morello's following us to the strip club that we can't get into. I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so we just looked at each other and said, let's bail. And we just took off. Just took off. We were, you yeah, rather, we were, I'd rather take off than look on Ghoul. Yeah, or just, you know, lead Tom Morello around and never actually get to the strip club. That'd be, like, so, oh, sorry. that'd be so awesome. You'd like lead him to Walmart. This is what you wanted, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you didn't say you didn't say strip mall. Oh, dude, I messed up. Yeah, so I thought Pantera owned the strip mall. Uh, so, <laughs> so that, that'd be a hardcore strip mall. It's ridiculous. It's like all leather, like straight up. Uh, the third one for me would be Maynard and Tool. 
Oh man, you got great choices, man. I like all of those. <laughs> so you know, one thing I always so and and we'll let George. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm gonna no, step no, on your no, your three, but go for it. They're just gonna be country like no, shit kickers. Not. So uh, <laughs> the third one. So the thing I was wondering is like, so uh, we think Nirvana is, is is amazing, and part of that's because like uh, he took his life. And I wonder. So when Pearl Jam Ten came out, it was the best album i think i'd ever heard up to that point i mean i was young you know what i mean so i was just kind of getting into music and i thought pearl jam 10 was like amazing and every album after that so like it's it had this steep decline in actual like i have to agree yeah so like i wonder if eddie vetter had done had, had killed himself like would they be considered one of the greatest bands of all time based off 10 Ooh man that is that's kind of crazy to think about, but you know, it's quite possible. It's, you know, that album was so good and it, it kind of got, you know, it started basically everybody else kind of copying their sound a little bit. You know, even years later, like when Creed came out, you could tell like he was trying to be Eddie Vedder. Right, right. I mean, he did so, a bad yeah, job at it, but he was trying. Terrible. Terrible job. <laughs> but you may be right. You know, they may be more on that Nirvana level if he, he weren't living, which is kind of sad it's morbid to say but yeah all right sorry george i I derailed this a little bit no you're fine uh my top three uh super simple i would go metallica number one guns and roses and aerosmith actually you i could replace aerosmith with garth brooks to be honest oh god no you couldn't no i absolutely could Uh, actually brooks (laughs) i've seen him in concert it was so i've only gone to Three concerts in my life. I'm not a big concert person, but I've gone to three. Um, the very first one I ever went to was Garth Brooks. Uh, the second one I went to right before I left for the Marine Corps was uh, Limp Bizkit. And they had Red Man and Method Man and System of a Down before System of a Down was a thing. And it was probably one of the, the best concerts. I've, well, I've only been to three, but it was probably one of the top three concerts I've ever been to. <laughs> It, it, it was actually a really awesome concert. Um, and then I seen... Fuck, who else did we go see? They were so good, you can't... can't. It was, it was another country uh, thing that my wife uh, wanted to go to out at uh, Wickham Park, where they did the all the bands. They did all the country guys would come out there yeah. at Wickham Park. Yeah, it was yeah. there. So I, uh, I've, been, I've been to a ton of concerts, but man, my married ass is going to the concerts I never thought I'd go to. Just because I'm, uh, so my wife's a big '80s music fan, so like we just got done seeing Phil Collins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'd go check out Phil Collins. Yeah, it was. I mean, listen, he's he's in his seventies. He couldn't stand for any of the show. Like he had to sit the whole time, like literally in a chair. But he sounded good, and you know all the songs. So, like, at what point does Ozzy Osbourne just do that? Just kind of get wheeled out to. Uh, he's working on songs. it. He's yeah. working on it. <laughs> yeah. Sharon's going to be behind him in the chair, pushing him out. Come on, Ozzy! <laughs> you, well, you know, Sharon. Sharon's not going to let his ass retire. Uh, she doesn't want to deal long with that. They got a mortgage. Yeah. Well, no. I, I think it's so. I think the money's fine. I think she just doesn't want to deal with his ass at home. I don't blame her. Get your ass out there, so I don't have to put up with you. God, he's got to be a handful. Oh God! I, I watched. I used to watch a little bit of the. Uh, the Ozzy Osbourne, the, the family show that they had, and it was it was bad TV. Looking back, it was horrible. I I couldn't deal with that. 
so bad it's good. No, it was not good. <laughs> no, so bad it's still bad. Yes. It's just terrible. Yes. All right, uh, question number 11. Uh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> I was talking about this the other day. Um, well, just because it gets under people's skin, sure, yeah. It is. Yes! You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. No, you're not. You're on the right side of history. This and the pizza, this and the pizza thing, just completely. (laughs) Listen, I don't know why I'm taking pizza advice from two keto freaks anyway. (laughs) Fucking can't even have the bread. Fuck you guys, don't know what pizza is. (laughs) We're not even at that question yet, but we talked about it already. Yep. Uh, Alright, here we go. Question number 12. Uh, can you give us an embarrassing moment or story that's happened during a performance? And by that, I mean, like, musical performance. Oh, man. What was one of the most embarrassing things I've seen or happened to me personally? It, uh, happen, well, it couldn't even happen to one of the bandmates. It, I mean, it didn't have to be directly to you. Well, uh, definitely. Okay, so we had this one show. It was on Friday the 13th. It was the worst show of my life, okay? We're, we're late already. We're the first band. So we have to pull up to the venue, load our gear directly on the stage, right? So we're loading it on the stage. We get up. We start playing. And I don't know what's going on. Just everything was such a mess. Halfway through the songs, I'm forgetting my own songs that I wrote. I have no <laughs> idea words go i'm just at this point just playing gibberish i look over to my guitar player on the other side of the stage and he takes one step forward and he's gone and he just fell completely off the stage into the trash can mind you that was on side stage so the fans trash <laughs> can i'm over there just strumming gibberish sitting there going this is the worst moment of my life and this was in front of like a lot of people are right? a lot of good friends a couple important people out in the crowd and we were so embarrassed we just packed right out we took everything right off the stage right back out to the trailer and we're gone gone forever. it was so man yeah it was terrible so don't, the, don't, we're not even sticking around for the rest of the show we at, gotta that, get out of here. at the end of that show do you just like pretend you're another band hey we've been seether bye no you, you find out <laughs> who like who lied to you and who doesn't have people? Oh, it was, it was a really good show. I'd be like, you're fucking lying to you're me right God, now. You're, you are <laughs> a goddamn liar. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that was that was, uh, that was pretty embarrassing. Not gonna lie. So I'll tell you my worst performance at. No, I I, I have nothing. I've, I've never <laughs> performed in front of anyone. Just like. Yeah, not even karaoke. Oh yeah, I'd, oh, drunken karaoke, but. Like, do I have any bad stories about it? Not really. I mean, it's just, it's bad singing with bad. I, I was gonna say I got a bad karaoke story. I was singing the end. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Last uh, one I tried. Was don't go chasing waterfalls, and I haven't been back up to do karaoke since. <laughs> you that that probably trumps your other story. The the last yeah. <laughs> the, the last song I can remember doing karaoke was uh, Puff Daddy and Faith Hill. I'll be missing you. And this wow. was back in 2000, maybe 2001. So 2000 or 2001, me and a friend of mine, uh, we would go to a karaoke bar in Daytona Beach. Um, and once she was drunk, I could get her up on stage and she would sing. God, I wish that was a he. No, it was a she. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So she she would do the the Faith Evans part. I would do the the Puff Daddy and the the one twelve part, and it was just terrible. But I was drunk, so I really didn't care. I'll tell you another quick one: uh, ripping your pants on stage when you're not wearing underwear. That can get embarrassing. <laughs> That's not just embarrassing. That could possibly lead to jail time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You got to be careful. You never know whose underage sister is in <laughs> right slash. front row. <laughs> right. Uh, if uh, number thirteen, if you could perform on stage with any living artist today, who would it be, and where were you? Where are you performing? Ooh, you know, since I'm a Dallas guy, I'm probably at American Airlines Center, and uh, you know, let's just go big. It's got to be Metallica, man. I'm in a rock band, so yeah. I was uh, actually in a contest to play, to open for Metallica, which we got really close. I want to say we wound up like third place, and you got to play like four shows with Metallica, and my buddies actually won it. And just seeing them in a, in a sold-out American Airlines Center, it was pretty pretty awesome. But yeah, got to be Metallica, man. Go big or go home. Good for them, and fuck you because it was them and not you. <laughs> oh, so close, man. It was so damn close. And, you know, we have a song, one of our songs is, a lot of people say that my singer sounds like James Hetfield a little bit, but, um, yeah, man, we just thought it'd be a good fit. Be like, yeah, this is gonna, and, you know, hey, we're, I'm thinking this is gonna be the big break. We're this close, we're getting a lot of national play here, like, this is it. And, you know, didn't quite happen the way, way we wanted it. Well, well, that's great, because you are now on the show with us, and I think good things are only gonna happen. Hey, do you want to mention what the name of the song is? Uh, yeah, the, uh... Two songs that are posted up right now, they're called We Crawl and Hey Girl. Hey Girl is a little bit more of the uh, the radio hit. We actually had a full entire album released until one of our managers said, take it down, we're going to re-release it on a label when we get signed. And we took it down, we never got signed, and it still has not been put back up. And we're sitting on this like awesome album. You know, It's pretty brutal. I have to say, I, I listened to Hey Girl, and I liked it. Yeah, I did too. Right on, man. Yeah, that's the <clears throat> that's the old radio hit. Talking about a bunch of drunk, dumb chicks. <laughs> man, are you sure that's, you're not country? Kind of, that's kind of where the, uh, uh, <laughs> what's it called question came in. The uh, Gold Digger. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there that, you go. That, that was the inspiration on that question. Um, all right, we're going to flip the script a little bit here uh, for question 14. This is your opportunity to ask Jason and I anything you want, and we will answer it honestly. Hmm. Oh, man. Put me on the spot here. So, Jason. Yes. Tell me if you're... Oh, God. So, your neighbors, they don't look like they beat anybody, do they? No, my neighbors... Uh, so, here's a, a little-known fact for me is that... Well, I guess it's... Uh, nobody would know because I'd never say it to anybody, but I bought my parents' house... Um, so I'm living in the house I grew up in. So my neighbors for the most part are people I grew up with. Like they're the but same, they're the same people. And uh, as far as I know, there's been no do- domestic violence, uh, over the years. No, no breaking bad situations, you know, oh, there might be a meth lab over there. Uh, I mean, if there is, they're really good at hiring, hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> Like really good. So the one house that that has actually changed hands over the years, um, he's the one that burns the trash in the backyard. He may that that dude may have a meth lab. He is weird. That guy is way the fuck out there. 
Let's see here. What do I got for you, George? Hmm. So, tell me why Jason doesn't believe in putting pineapple on pizza. I mean, he's just, he's out of his mind. Because he's a fascist, disgusting, (laughs) just, I I can't come up with enough adjectives on why he doesn't like pineapple on a pizza. He doesn't like the whole savory sweet thing. No, no, so there is ways to do savory and sweet. But you leave, you leave my fucking pizza alone. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking side. What are you gonna throw grapes on there next? No, that'd be disgusting. (laughs) Fucking throwing grapes and fucking strawberries. So I was watching a video online. They actually were putting pickles on pizza, and it's not the Cuban pizza like like we used to get. Yeah, it it was literally a regular pizza. You know, tomato sauce, cheese with just pickles. And I think that sounds disgusting. You know, I guess that's how people feel. Some people like Jason feels when we talk about pineapple. The way we look at pickles on a pizza, I guess that's how he looks at pineapples on a pizza. It just so, makes so, your pizza so, so fucking you, soggy. Let me ask you this. Do you like pizza? I do. I love pizza. Do you like pineapple? Yes. It's a match made in heaven. That is that is not the case with everything. <laughs> that is a perfect match. I like ice cream. Yep. I like pizza. I don't like pizza ice cream. Have you ever had pizza ice cream? No, because I think it would be an abomination. I think you would make a cookie crust oh, well, with a frozen ice pe- cream. That's not pizza. That is that it. It absolutely is a pizza ice cream. I believe the definition of pizza probably has dough and not cookies. That's not necessarily true because you go to I'm googling restaurants and they make brownie pizzas and they make apple pizzas. Yeah, but they're fucking liars. Corey's making chicken pizzas, <laughs> but that's yeah, not a pizza sure. either. That's just. That's just keto bullshit. No, what, what, what the problem <laughs> Sorry, is... Corey. The, the Sorry, Corey. The problem is, is you can't get Sorry, outside Corey. of your box. Okay. You're, you're, you're stuck in this little tiny box, and you can't you can't veer out of your box. Listen, I'm going to say... Out of the keto box. I mean, the pizza box. Sorry, that was terrible. So, so pizza, pizza literally is a dish of Italian origin consisting of a flat round base of dough baked with a topping of tomato sauce and cheese. Typically added with meat and vegetables. One, no fruit listed on that fucking thing besides tomatoes. And two, in order to be called a pizza, you have to have tomatoes. Like, listen, that's, I can call so a bird a cat. A white, so we can have a white pizza that's not really a pizza. I can because ca- there's no tomato. I can call a, yeah, I can call a bird a cat. That fucker still is flying. So there's no such thing as a white pizza then, right? No, it's 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 it, a, it's it's not. It does not have a. It doesn't have any tomato. It doesn't have any tomato it's tec- sauce. It's te- technically not a pizza. Okay, I agree. It can't have any barbecue pizzas because you know it's not a tomato sauce. I agree. The, it's 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 kind of like the whole um, diehard thing, Jason. It was <laughs> never intended to be a Christmas movie. It just became one over time. The pizza's the same thing. You can't that's just, the way pizza was intended. You can't just throw shit together and call it pizza. Over time. You absolutely can't. You, just, you can't. You you can add you can add pineapple to something and call it a pizza. The problem so the problem my biggest problem with pineapple on pizza is how soggy it makes the, the crust. Like it makes the whole base of the pizza completely soggy and disgusting. And the tomato what? sauce does the same thing. It doesn't. It does. God, you guys are making me really want some pizza right now. <laughs> and I, hey, I didn't mean to say keto bullshit. I was, you know. No, you meant to say it. Don't I, I kind of did. But it was <laughs> just, for, just for comedic effect, not for real, like, you know. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll move uh, off this question. We'll go to question number 15. Uh, 
Is pineapple on pizza? No. no. Yeah, is that the question I'm waiting for? It to come <laughs> like, we've answered it, so I guess we can skip that one. No. Question number 15. You can only do one job for the rest of your life. You can either be a guitarist, a keto coach, or a fantasy, a fantasy football analyst. And you cannot do any of the other two jobs ever again. What do you do? Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what. Um... Whoo! It's it definitely okay. It's got to be a guitarist because I can do that all year round. You know, fantasy football is only you know half the year. But Matthew, uh, Matthew, Matthew Berry has made a living on doing it. Yeah, that's true. It's a little bit easier on the body, I'll say that. But uh, now, nah, yeah, I got to stick with the dream. It's living, definitely living the rock star I, lifestyle. Yep. Yeah, I would live that rock star lifestyle any day. <laughs> yeah, I, I would too. That that that's where I would go. I would be the guitarist. Um, question number 16. Does pineapple belong on pizza? <laughs> yes, moving on. Moving on. Number number 17. Do you stand to wipe? Do I stand to wipe? Yes. Uh, no, I don't stand to wipe. All right, good answer. Good answer. That, that, that had to be asked because you'd be surprised how many people I've asked that question to. And they say, yes, don't you? And Jason and I just look at each other like, "How do you? No, even... no, we don't. Stand no. up, like, doesn't that even kind of close your butt cheek? That's I don't a, know. That just that, <laughs> it feels like you moosh everything together when you stand up. <laughs> exactly. That doesn't make any sense. Not at all. Uh, no, none whatsoever. Uh, you know, I when I picture people say stand to wipe, I'm picturing like my kid now who's like five who <laughs> who stands up in front of the mirror and like bends over and tries to make sure he's clean, like. <laughs> I'm picturing these people, these weird freaks at work, like standing in the stall, bent over, trying to wipe their ass. Uh, but I tell you what, along the same lines, uh, are you guys like me? The toilet paper has to flow over like a waterfall. It can't come from underneath. It oh. has to go over the top. You know, no, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, over, not under. Oh, I'm totally under. Oh, I'm an under guy. Sorry, I've got to do it. I'm the under guy. There's a there's a reason why I have a fear of spiders. And I've I've seen way too many like memes and and things where you reach under to pull the down and there's spiders and whatnot. No, I want to see underneath them, make sure there's no spider. So here's <laughs> here's what I so I'll say this: I've almost 100 percent um, switched to flushable flushable wipes at this point. Yeah, that's the way to go. To be honest, like, sounds like you're living that tour life, dude. The dude <laughs> the dude wipes are are the bomb. Yeah, uh, that. Should have should have thought of that. Yeah. So yeah. No. I. I I'm. I'm. It's got to be under. I got to be able to see what I'm. What I'm getting into here. Uh Question number eighteen. Holy shit! We're almost done with these. Was it necessary to post topless and have a Zoom function on your website? And that website is www.ketocory.com. Is it? What was the question? <laughs> what was it really necessary to post topless and have a Zoom function? On, on the picture. <laughs> so listen, I get it. So here's what I I get you needing to pose topless to show off because you're trying to sell like your your nutrition and and uh, the workout. I get that. What the fuck is the Zoom function for? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did not know there was a Zoom function, but I'm gonna go immediately after this and go right on my nipple. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic answer. So George has looked at your website closer than you have. (laughs) And I don't know if you should be a little nervous about that. I'm terrible with computers. 
computers. I'm just happy I was able to get it up. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 what? We're going to edit that later. George, George. Oh, oh, don't worry. You'll hear that again later. Later. Don't worry. Yeah, George zoomed in on that part just to check. God. No, I was, so I I had it up and I was, listen, I ain't gonna lie. I was looking through the website, doing due diligence and I was. uh, You got it up while looking at him getting it up? No, I was looking at the different deals and whatnot, seeing if that was maybe something I'd be interested in. So looking through the different deals, excuse me, and I, I happened to move the the mouse over the picture and it zoomed in. I'm like, what the, th- is this really necessary? <laughs> well, oh man, that's hilarious. Well, yeah, no, but Hey, I did not know that. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that if they want, they can zoom in on my apps. So that's fine. Yes. You totally zoom in with, that's what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Man. Uh, question number 19. If you could go back and do anything in life over again, what would it be? Oh, man, probably drink a little less in my 20s because, uh, you know, I always tell people, I'm like, you know, I don't remember a whole hell of a lot from my 20s. <laughs> As I said, if there's one thing I could go do, it's probably just drink a little less. Maybe have some memories I can actually remember, you know. I've, uh, December 23rd will be two years of no drinking for me. And I definitely realize that since I've cut all that out of my life, uh, quality of life has been much better. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm having a drink here and there. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely been better without. Uh, mine would be taking the trip to Australia that I could have had for free with the, with the, with the Marine Corps. Um, I had just gotten back from Iraq. My wife was just gotten pregnant. It's amazing how – that coincided with each other. I don't really understand, but... Uh, well, listen, it's better than you getting back and she already being pregnant. A lot better, because then she'd have some <laughs> explaining to do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she she was pregnant. I had just gotten back from Iraq, and the Marine Corps wanted me to go to Australia for six months on a, on a float. And I talked it over with her, and she really didn't want me to go. I would have missed uh, the baby being born, possibly, come to find out. I would have missed the baby being born. Um, so in that aspect, I'm glad I didn't go. But man, I would have gotten, I would have had to fly from Florida to California, jump on a boat, sail from uh, California to Hawaii for two and a half weeks, go over to Australia, train with the military there, float back to Hawaii, float back to California, and then come home. And all of that would have been on the military's dime, and I wish I would have done it, even though I would have missed the birth of my daughter. Oof. Jason? Yeah, I wish I would have missed the birth of my daughter too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look I at it like this. I, I look at it like this. She she wouldn't have remembered if I was there or not, okay? <laughs> Your wife does. I was there for the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the first wife or the first child? First child. One wife. Okay. <laughs> I, I've only made this mistake once. I'll never get married again. I, I, t- I try to learn from my mistakes. Well, that's the only way to learn. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, last one. Care to give a fat guy food tip? Fat guy food tip? <laughs> yeah, so uh, with, without you hearing our previous show, some of our previous shows, we used to give what we'd call was a fat guy food tip. And, and what a fat guy food tip was – is a way to make food better for fat guys. So, for example, if you went to Chipotle and you were going to ask for double meat, don't do it right up front because they'll usually just give you two, like, three-quarter three scoops. Yeah. yeah. 
wait until they've given you a full scoop, then ask for double meat, because at that point, you one, you've already seen what a full scoop looks like, so they can't cheat you out of a full scoop, and two, they're not giving you two three-quarter scoops right away, you know what I mean? So you get, like, the full amount. Uh, there's other ones, like at McDonald's, uh, if you get a breakfast meal, you can ask for any breakfast sandwich with a round egg instead of, like, the powdered yellow eggs. So you get, like, a real egg instead of the, the powdery crap. Just kind of stuff like that. So, you know, my place of business where I work, mentioned before, it's a burrito place called Freebirds. It's basically like Chipotle. It's like the hipster version, right? So you don't really know this, but if you go in there, especially if you have, like, um, like between 2 to 6, you can get a $5 burrito. It's like the smaller version. But you can make the small burritos come out just as big as the giant burritos. All you got to do is just pile up on the rice and beans and any other veggies, lettuce, any other thing you want because nobody cares about the rice and beans, right? So, like, basically they kind of worry about dairy, cheese, and meat. So you'll get the normal portions of meat and cheese, but if you really just want just to pay less and just get a giant burrito, tell them to double up the rice, double up the beans, and they won't charge you any extra, and you'll have a Maybe two meals. I feel like that's because of the cost of the dairy and the meats significantly higher than the rice and the beans. Oh, it is. But, you know, you have people coming in who get so upset because they order this, the, what we call the monster burrito, and somebody gets a hybrid, uh, the, which is the small burrito, and gets, you know, double rice, double beans, you know, piles it on with some lettuce and veggies, and it looks bigger than the, the more expensive burrito. <laughs> and it's you know, some people rice. are like, well, yeah, they're like, that's not fair. He's paying five fifty for this burrito that's bigger than my monster burrito. And it's like, well, because they got extra rice and beans. So you should, have, you asked, you should have asked for extra rice and beans. I mean, yeah, so, you know, go in, find a special whatever, get them to load it up on rice and beans as much as you want. And nine times out of ten, you're not getting charged any extra. Nice. Yeah, the only, oh, the yeah. only problem with that is you won't be there to make it for them because you'll be in the bathroom making a trade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Hey, they don't call me a waiver wire good one for nothing. He had to, he, he had to, he had to run to the waiver wire earlier. He picked up, uh, uh, what's his name? Jamal Charles. <laughs> yeah. Had to, a, had to put a claim in for him. Yeah, I tell you, man, uh, fantasy football industry is just fascinating. I get online, yeah, I, I definitely have a knack for it. And it's, I've actually wrote my first article the other day, and I'm just kind of hoping to keep breaking into it and see where that leads because, uh, it's a lot of fun and it's cool. You know, I get, I get people, texting me now asking me keto questions and fantasy football questions and it's just like oh man life is good you know i love it well let me ask so so you can uh where did you write your first article where was it released yeah it was released on fffaceoff.com um buddy anthony servino is one of the head writers over there and you know i basically got kind of linked up with everybody through mike wright over at the fantasy footballers uh I remember talking to him a long time ago when I was on tour. We we're just chatting while I was on the road. And then later on finding out that he was keto. And then him and I started talking. We met at the fantasy football convention that came to Fort Worth. And yeah, from that point on, you know, he kind of gave me a couple of shout outs on uh, Twitter, which led me to meeting a lot of new people, which actually helped getting into that DAC league, I think. So yeah, that's how uh, I, I came across you was also through Mike. Um, he, I think he retweeted something you did or, or said, and uh, I went ahead and made a comment and followed you. You followed back, and that's basically how I 
you know, and learn now, about you. And now you're in love. Now, and now, <laughs> we're, now we're BFFs. <laughs> That's right. Tell you, man, it's really cool. It's a, you know, I've learned in the fantasy football world is is small just as well, just like the music industry, and you know, to kind of be involved in both, it's it's a lot of fun. You know, the thing I found doing this, and we are like a non, I mean, you've you've heard the questions we've asked. Like we we are heavy into fantasy. Uh, we got like our start. Um, if you've ever heard of the Fantasy Life app, it's Matthew Berry's like fantasy football app. Uh, a lot of our listeners came from that app. And we always called ourselves the non-fantasy football podcast on a fantasy football app. Um, and that doesn't mean – then we linked up with Sleeperwire. But the thing I've noticed is because we have a lot of fantasy football guys on is everybody's willing to help everybody else. Because like everybody at one point or another when they've made it like remembered what it was like trying to make it and, and they want to help. So like more than a lot of professional industries you can you can talk about like people are really interested in, in helping – other people yep. succeed. The, the the very first uh, national person we've had on the show was Mike Wright, um, but we, we've we've had him on. Um, we've had Justin Lanero on. Uh, J- J- Jason's over here giving me like a raise. I ooh, you got it right. <laughs> oh, he br- like I we we made fun. He was gonna mess up your intro because like he uh, Justin Lanero literally said his name wrong six times with Justin, like just waiting for him to get it right. Yep. And I, I eventually had, to, <laughs> I eventually had to do it. I, 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 my, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Uh, we've had Bob Harris on. Bob Harris was awesome to have on. Uh, really, really cool dude. You want to talk about a professional? That guy was like a hundred percent into the conversation with us while doing nine other things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like you couldn't tell he was doing anything else except like you could hear the keyboard clicking in the background like just a little bit. Like. Yeah. So we, we've had some some people come on that like we never thought we would ever have on just a, our little tiny show. Um, tiny. Well, definitely one of my goals is I, I want to be a fantasy pros ranker. Like I want to be on that list. Oh, that's it's top 10 rankers this week. And I just vision my name right there. And yeah, I think that'd be really cool. So, so Jason and I, we, we linked up with sleeper wire, which is they do fantasy football. Um, that's all they do basically. And they have actually submitted to get on the, the fantasy pros ranking and Jason and I don't do any of their rankings. That's just not our forte. Um, but I'm curious to see how how well they, they that they do. Um, you mentioned Anthony Cervano. He's actually in one of our uh, Superwire Pro Am. He's in my Superwire Pro Am league uh, that that we're doing as well. How's he doing? Yeah. Uh, you would put me on the spot, wouldn't you? <laughs> I always like to see what the pros are doing in these leagues. Like, is the yeah, because pro- I. I had actually messaged him. Um, I said, you know, he said something about his was his first year doing a fa- being a fantasy pros ranker, and I said, "Hey, man, that's really cool. You know, I want to do what you're doing." He asked, he's like, "Well, you got any questions? Just let me know." I said, "Well, what do I do?" And he goes, "Well, I'll tell you what. You can write for my new uh, website, fffaceoff.com, and you know that'll be your foot in the door." And I just kind of rolled with that. I said, "Okay, cool." <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah, just trying to get the trying to get the foot in the door, man. Yeah, let me see. Where is Anthony at? I'm he is uh, totally slowed this whole thing he, down. He's three and two. Okay, so he's doing well. Yeah. So all of my uh, all of my pros have winning records except for one, uh, which is Jeff Warren. Um, and I don't blame it completely on him. 
Uh, he is the living on Bell Dalvin uh, Cook owner. So he's uh he's he's hurting. He has Le'Veon Bell, Dalvin Cook, and Joe Mixon. Oh man, he had a rough go. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. two. And, he's two and three. So I mean, when you're he's when, piecing it together. But when 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 you start with that, when I you've mean, drafted that, you feel like coming out of the draft, you just hit gold. Yeah. Like you feel like you can't lose. Oh, I don't know how many countless people I've talked to that drafted Devonta Freeman and and Bell. You know, the, yeah. tough starts to the year. But hey, they, there's still plenty of football left. You never know what's going to happen. Hey, listen, I'm 0-5. I'm making the fucking playoffs in this league. No, you're not. I am absolutely. Top no. eight teams get in. I will make the playoffs. I'm going to go on a fucking run. I'm going to finish 8-5, <laughs> and, and I will make the damn playoffs. Oh. Oh. It's possible. My team's... I, I could see that team making the playoffs at 8-5. Oh. Hey, I started off 0-4 one year and wound up coming back, made it to the championship. I, I think it could happen. I'm not going to say I'm going to win the championship or even make it to the championship. I don't think I, I'm, my team's that good. But damn it, it's better than 0-5. I, th- I, th- I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna string together a couple wins here and get right back into it. See, I'm confident enough right now in a few leagues where I'm already looking at week, the week 14, 15, and 16, seeing the matchups. I'm yep. I'm playing that far ahead right now. Yeah. Listen, I'm four and one, and uh, my opponent this week has not scored very well. Like he started off the week the year relatively hot. He played a couple of bad teams. So he's got a good record, but like he's averaging 105, where I'm averaging like 140. So I feel like um, I feel like I, I'm going to be good this week. So I think if I get to five and one, I can start looking downstream because I I know I'm going to make the playoffs. Yeah. But we smart. also we also get money in this league for the best record. So it's one of those things like I got if I'm in the hunt for that, I'd like I'd like the side pool money for for best record as well. Nice. We do a little uh, payout to where it's like, you know, 10 bucks a week for high score, stuff like that. So ours ours is uh, – so add drops cost money, trades cost money. Yeah, anytime you trade, it's $3. If you add somebody or drop crackers. somebody, it's a dollar. Three crackers. Crackers. One, yeah, crackers. one, one cracker each. So uh, – and then that pool of add drops and trades gets split up four ways at the end of the year. Uh, the guy who started the quarterback with the longest pass gets a quarter of it. The guy who started the running back with the longest run for a touchdown gets a quarter of it. The guy who gets the longest reception for a touchdown gets a quarter of it, and then best record. So um, it's incentive even if your team is is uh, not very good to keep playing because you can at least get your league money back usually. Yeah, it's right. Typ- that's awesome. It's typically over a hundred crackers. Yeah. That's oh a yeah. A lot of damn crackers. Dude, you get to eat. I gotta. I want some of those oyster crackers this year. <laughs> Look, guys, we gotta lay off the carbs. Okay, we're talking about pieces of bacon. All right, <laughs> I'm down with that. You guys, are t- yeah, I'll st- I'll eat my crackers and bacon and just call it, call <laughs> it good. Listen, I haven't eaten anything for dinner yet. I'm starving. I'm gonna have a couple of strawberry fat bombs for dinner tonight because <laughs> I'm hungry as hell. You know, I'm not gonna have pineapple pizza. You should. Yeah, yeah. Should. I should have seen that one coming. Yeah, I should have too. So, all right, well, we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, put a bow on this. Um, Jason and I are going to go ahead and let you go. We've, we've been tying you up now for, shoot, almost an hour and a half. Um, Corey, why don't you go ahead and do us a favor. Go ahead and plug yourself. Let people know where they can find you. Uh, yeah, you can find me at ketocory.com. I'm also KetoCorey on Twitter, KetoCorey on Instagram. 
And uh, yeah, pretty easy. You can email me for any keto questions at ketocory at yahoo.com. And, uh, well, you know, fantasy football questions for that matter. So, yeah. What you, what oh, you... and you can also check out the band Atticane at atticane.com and also on YouTube. So, yeah, check us out. And you have a website. Is it ketocory.com? Correct. Ketocory.com. Ketocory everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I, you know, it's like Twitter. I'm so ketoed out on Instagram and Twitter just seems to be so fantasy football oriented for me. I was like, well, maybe should I do FF Keto Corey? Then I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to lose Keto keep, Corey. I'll just keep, keep the brand. There. Yeah, keep the brand. Yeah. You don't, confuse, yeah for sure. don't confuse it. There'll be like some other Keto Corey stepping up. Yep. Exactly. Then you'll have you're a Twitter right, war right. with yourself. It'll be awful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good advice. Thank you. Well, so. Corey, dude, it was awesome to have you on. I really, I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, hopefully we can have you on again and, uh, and I can make you laugh at George. I love to, man. It was a lot of fun. I, I definitely enjoy, uh, shooting the shit with you guys. Do, do me a favor for now on, start looking at your neighbors, try to figure out which ones are beating their wives. Oh, I'm about to stare out the window right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't trust them no more. This guy right here. I don't like the way he looks. He looks like he could be a wife beater. Why are you pointing at me? That's not right. You know me. I don't beat my wife. My wife kicked my ass. She absolutely <laughs> could. <laughs> so, all right, Corey, we're going to go ahead and let you go. Appreciate it, man. Have a great evening. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Later, dude. Good night. And welcome back from our interview with Corey Goodwin. Uh, keto Corey, for all of you listening at home. Yep. Uh I don't know if you've got through all of that without like peeing yourself with laughter. <laughs> there were some really good moments in that episode. In there, that, in there, that interview. there was. Yeah. There was. It, even the questions, the, the 20 random questions, I, I feel like they, you, were, they were pretty good today. You, you hit on all cylinders. I, I will give you props. They oh. they did. They Each and every one of them. The only one. I, that, had, I had four months to prep. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one. So, yeah, the one question I think we probably could get rid of if of all of the ones that come back is the one where they ask us questions where he asks us because i don't it's not that it's not a good question it could be a very good question um but you put you put them on the spot and not everybody can is is quick to think on their feet this is true and one of the things is with that question is if it's somebody who listens a lot to the show um i think the question comes over better because you know they know us a little bit more because so, so, how open we are when we do the show, we talk pretty much about every, about everything and anything. So, so I think the follow up to that is maybe we ask him why they don't listen. Because if he did, he'd know. Yeah, if 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 he if you're listening, you know that question's it's coming, coming yeah. because it's there every week. Do you think him and his boss actually start listening to us now? Like we got two more listeners, possibly. Dude, I hope so. Yeah, Corey, let me know if your boss is listening. Corey, Corey's boss. Can we call you? Can you call in next? <laughs> I want to hear what kind of burrito maker Corey is. Uh, yeah, Corey's boss is actually in one of our. Uh, See, it fits our charity leagues. Corey's boss. So, Calls. so like now, there's a small part of me that wants to reach out to Corey's boss and be like, "Hey, come, 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 talk to me about Corey. Give me some, give me some, give me some on. good. Give me some of the good." No, you know what? Um, I, what I'm surprised about is that like him and his boss are in the same leagues playing against each other. Like if I'm Corey's boss and he's taking shit breaks to, like, <laughs> to make trades, I'm like, ad drops and whatnot. Get your get your ass back on the line. And then as soon as I saw Corey heading back to the shitter, I'd be like, well, let me let me check my phone real quick. 
Oh, I'm that's sh- what he's doing. Uh, I'm shooting that shit down right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, get back on the line. You can't have your 37th piss break. <laughs> I didn't even think there was 37 guys on the wafer wire. What the fuck are you doing right now? Yeah. Wait a sec. Which league did you make an ad drop in? We- we're going to have to talk. I'm, I'm going to need you to sp- uh, stay after a little bit, and we're going to have to talk, because that's just unacceptable. <laughs> and I-, then- I feel like we could be a good influence. So, Kevin, I know you're listening. Uh, Kevin's his boss, by the way. Okay, uh, Kevin. Kevin, I know you're listening. We need the goods on Corey, and you need to really crack that whip when he goes to the bathroom to do his ad drops. That's that's not. Listen, that should be your time to go in the bathroom and do the ad drops, not his. But yep, yep, yep. Every time you see him headed that way, send him back to the line and then go look to see what he's doing. Yeah, check your waivers. Go, send him back to the line and then run to the bathroom. Check your waivers first. Then you let him go. Then let him go. Dude, imagine he, he's gone like five times and like he's going back the sixth time and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And that's the time he actually has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> sorry. Listen, I mean, you know, sacrifices have to be made. Just, you're going to have to wait. I'm sorry. All right. So with all that said, um, we are going to close out the show today. Yep. Uh, you're, we're going to play a little bit of uh, a little of uh, Atticane's music here at the end of the show just so you guys can hear it. It is, uh, it is very good. Yeah, Jason, this is I listened to it earlier uh because that's me doing due diligence. Um it was actually a really good song. I, I really did enjoy the song. I'm so surprised our guest has talent. That's not <laughs> something we usually come across. That's not true. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and end it here, like Jason said. Um the outro song is not gonna be our typical uh outro. I've already said that. I, I know, I was doing it again so you because you edited everything before this, so just pick it up here. Okay, but I but I was, I, but I was I said, gonna give the but, name of the song that we were playing because we didn't do that earlier. Well that's okay. No, it's not. We gotta we gotta give them the name of the song. Okay, what's the song? That's what I was looking up. What is it? It's Hey Girl. Hey Girl. Okay, Hey Girl by Atticane. <laughs> I'm leaving all this in. Fuck it. Uh, it's, it's been. You want to wait another month for a show? I'll edit. But fuck, I'll, I'm gonna leave all this in. You get to see how the fucking dough is made. <laughs> you don't get this from professional podcasts, by the way. No, no. Oh, only here do you get to see the behind the scenes. But shit. You get the. I'm breaking down the fourth wall. You guys can see back behind the. the we're gonna call it uh, minimal edit. Whatever the Tuesday, we'll call it minimal edit Tuesday. And we'll, I feel like I feel like somebody did that and. Kind of still anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, listen, listen. Anyway. Listen. Anyway. The, the 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 name of the song is "Hey Girl" by Atticane. Uh That's what we're gonna go out with. Uh, it's actually probably playing right now. Jason's probably right. fading I've, it. In. I've already faded it in. So it's you're already banging your head. Um, so if you want to catch us, uh, other than listening right here, obviously, you can yeah. go to our website bftgpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at bftgpod. You can email us at bftgpodcast at gmail you can find us on the Fantasy Life app where I am at Geo, and you can find me on the Sleeper app where I am at BFTGEO. And you can find me on the Fantasy Life app where I'm at Dr. Mill, and you can find me on the Sleeper app at BFTG Dr. Mill. Barge. <laughs> yes, that's your name, at, Dr. Mill Barge. Yeah. At <laughs> BFTG Dr. Mill Barge. Yeah. Yes, that's your name. Oh, I don't, yeah, I, don't <laughs> I shouldn't. I Like, I've logged in once and, like, Prayed to God it never logs me out. <laughs> Don't you love that? Uh, do you want to save this user password? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes I do. Yes, I do. And, and can you go ahead and save the name too? Yes, please, dear God, just save it. Just so save all it. I gotta do is click it and it pops up. <laughs> anyway, let's get the hell out of here, Jason. All right. So, uh, guys, thank you for taking a break from your daily grind. I know what you're trying to hide. And uptown girl is 
Talking shit and dancing on my own. 